Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. Today's episode, uh, kind of a big one, okay? We have three different voices in addition to mine on this podcast today. First, we have a call in from Murder Mook. One-third of the Easily Offended podcast, a podcast that made a lot of news this past week by having a guest on, yes, Jules, who pissed everybody off. Now, Mook was the subject of some scorn and ridicule on the Internet after some of the things that Jules said rubbed people the wrong way, number one. Um, she talked about some of the issues that she had had with two very prominent black women in this space, Scotty Beam and Karen Silver, women who I have the utmost respect Um and sort of admiration for and a lot of people thought that's fucked up you don't let a lady come on there and shoot at these women they got at murder mook biscuit um for this also a lot of people uh sort of took issue with mook basically saying in some way that jules was not white she was spanish as he put it and therefore she could say the n-word or use the n-word or had access into some parts of uh, the black American culture or experience and people felt like he was making that claim and sort of some way giving her some sort of weird pass. I really don't know what the fuck was happening, but he, Murder Mook, a guy who I've known for a long time, a battle rapper, uh, a rapper himself signed to uh, Busta Rhymes, he decided he wanted to call up and explain, or more to the point, sort of tell people what was inside his head during that interview and why a he might have not spoken up for scotty or for karen silver and b why he feels like there is a different set of rules that he grew up with over who can say the n-word who cannot say the n-word uh based upon his upbringing in new york I gave him the form known him for a little while he did his best to explain it you make your decision in the main part of the podcast, the two guests that we actually had on the Red Pill, a uh, friend of the show, Amanda Seals, and someone who I've known for a while, did some work with, a guy who I've, had, who I've had a lot of respect for, Robert Latal of Black Sports Online. And we discussed this entire Myron Roll situation. The situation being that uh, Amanda Seals uh, had initially described an interaction she had with him, not mentioned his name, um, and then came back uh, after a while um, and discussed more in detail based upon uh, different uh, accounts that she got sort of uh, an MO that she felt like uh, he had in order to warn women. Um, that ended up with Robert Latale of Black Sports Online running what can only be described as an erroneous headline about Amanda Seals, therefore subjecting her to some scorn and ridicule on the internet now the conversation that we're having regarding this situation is about number one the merit of how she went about doing what she did in the first place whether or not that was fair and number two the responsibility of a journalist um as far as writing a headline that is fair and accurate that might actually make people attack a public figure it was a very riveting conversation that was very heated you have two different sides of an argument and it's very important in terms of where journalism, ethics, uh, personal feelings, and personal responsibility intersect. Uh, they were both here. They were both very brave about it. Um, and they were both very forthright. Uh, and, and nobody really backed down. It was a very, very uh, necessary conversation. 
Uh, all of us with public voices need to understand the responsibility of those public voices, not just uh, for the platforms that we are on, but in our personal life as well. Uh, I think that this conversation did a lot for me to understand where everybody was coming from. This was not about the guy that Amanda, this was not, I just say, this was not about Myron Rowe. Wasn't about Myron Rowe. Had nothing to do with him. All right. It was about the situation that arose from one woman doing what she felt was right for a lot of other women, a man taking issue with that, and then where we go from there. We have to be able to have those conversations, and one was had on the red pill. I think you guys will enjoy it. But we're going to get to MOOC first. Um, I want you guys to really pay attention because I want you guys to pay attention to the the wheel and the plate analogy that he makes uh, in, in this 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 conversation that we have. I, I don't understand. Maybe I'm not on the level yet to get this because Mook is on some deep shit talking about the wheel and the plate and all of that stuff. So get, get into it. Like if you understand it, put it in the comments uh, when I put this up um, uh, 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 for, for you guys' consumption. Quick, quick rant. Very short rant this week, and it's basically just a thank you to Jay-Z. Thank you. On behalf of the culture, on behalf of the people that I know, thank you for the work that you're doing right now. Now, we always talk so positively about people, um, so lovingly about them after they're gone. After they've expired from this earth, we shower them with flowers, we shower them with roses, we shower them uh, with, with gifts and praise. We got to do that with Hove right now. The road that Jay-Z took to get to the point that he's at right now uh, is nothing short of remarkable. You're talking about a gentleman who came from circumstances that we all know people that are in, that a lot of us know people that are in, should I say, uh, worked his way up to a point to where he could impact his community in a powerful and present way. Listen, a lot of the rap and the hip-hop that we have, the images in the music are destructive. The, the themes in the music are destructive, right? The themes in the music sometimes are celebratory of the darker parts of our community. The themes in the music are sometimes celebratory of the more destructive um, and sort of soul-destroying parts uh, of our community. But... These are things that we've sort of embraced. And that's not a value judgment. It's just a fact. Um, a lot of performers profit off of that for a long time. And after they're done, they go away and we don't hear a lot about them. A lot of guys do a lot of great work. You have a gentleman now who is not saying, yo, a lot of the stuff I said before was stupid. Uh, I'm going to give you a new narrative now. He's saying that and then doing his part to undo some of the damage he might have done. This is not to say that he did a ton of damage, that he was the worst of the worst. This is to say that Hove has always given you a blueprint to success, and now I really feel like with some of the work that he just did uh, with the young man who was arrested for refusing to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, uh, for Meek, for Savage, the advocacy that he's having Rock Nation do um, in terms of criminal justice reform, all of those things are real and tangible issues that are going on in our community. And we have to right now celebrate the fact that he's dedicating 
this part of his career with the megaphone that he has to addressing these problems. We have to celebrate that because we have to inspire other people with similar platforms to do the same. The power that you wield is important, but it's important for more than selling music, than selling liquor, than selling clothing, than selling any of those things, which is great to do all of that stuff. And a lot of guys do all of that. But the guys that we see right now, Hove, Puff, Top, these gentlemen are about more than selling that to you. They're giving you a blueprint to how the next generation of black Americans should view their society, should view their culture, and should act together in terms of ownership and upward mobility. It's something that's invaluable, and it's something that we should say, real quick, we appreciate you. That's the end of the rant. Buckle in. Here comes Murder Mook. Plates, wheels, yes, jewels, all kinds of shit. After that, Amanda Seals, Robert Latow, pop some pills. Let's get into it. Mook, what up? What's good? So, look, bro, we got a couple, of, we got some seconds, some time to, to chop it up about everything that went down. You know, I've been, um, I've known you for a couple of years now, and I watched you sort of take it on the chin on the internet uh, behind this, behind pause. This, <laughs> pause, behind this pause. whole, behind this whole Jules interview. First question is: If you had anything to do over again, would you have done anything? If you had it to do differently, shall I say, would you have done anything? Uh, excuse me. If you had to do it over again, would you have done anything differently? No, not at all. No, no, nothing, nothing. I mean, I don't feel like what I, I own whatever it is that, 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 you know, I, I do or whatever, you know, actions that I, I take, I'm, I own those. So, you know, I'm, I'm not really, to be honest with you, I'm not really, I don't really know what, what everybody is bugging out about on my behalf. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I I don't. Maybe you could help me on okay. on something because maybe I'm seeing I'm not seeing something that everybody else is. You know, everybody else is seeing. So I, you know, this 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 whole interview is probably for you know you to try to you know help me see a point of view that maybe I'm not I'm not catching on to. You know what I mean? Okay. Because if you know to answer your question again, I don't I don't I wouldn't have done anything differently. You know that. That I've done. Maybe, maybe if you bring up something like, well, maybe you could have done this differently, then I could be like, oh, well, maybe, maybe so. Okay. But. Well, a couple of things. So, so let's just look at some things that people have pointed out that they were upset about. Number one was the whole back and forth between you and her. I think we we talked about this. Me and you, just so everybody knows, me and Mook had a conversation when I was um <clears throat> yesterday when I was on my way home, and he made it clear kind of how he felt like things were getting misconstrued or just not even misconstrued, just some <clears throat> opinions that you had about the interview uh, in its entirety. One thing that people are, uh, that is sort of rubbing people the wrong way is the whole N-word thing. I mean, yeah, like Ju you have Jules sitting there admitting that she's white, telling you that she's white. And well, no, she said she's not black. That's what she said. Right. She says, but, well, she said she was white, if I remember correctly. She said, she says, no, I'm white. And then it seems like you were begging her to, or or you, you wanted so badly to grant her permission to say the N-word. 
Like it, some people, some people look at it that way. Some people look like, "Yo, she's saying I'm not black," and, you're, right, and you know, you're saying, you know, "Yo, I'm no, you cool." So that look, that to a lot of people is like, "That's wild." Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, well, people want whatever people want. People want like this is the thing. People want to always. People love controversy. People love to to you know be in the middle of shit where they could you know where they have their opinions can have some. Some validity to it. They feel like they want that. So, what I, the, the reason I was doing that is because, yo, we all know. Like, I don't care if you have if you're part. She she said, I right, first she said she Italian and Puerto Rican, right? Whatever, yeah. cool. We all know that once you have any piece of any type of other ethnicity inside in you on your, then you are not white, bro. Like we know that, like we do. Is, is, am I wrong for that? Am yeah. I wrong for knowing? Well, yeah, you kind of are, but like, and, and, and how? Because the, the and this is a tricky game, right? So Italians are most certainly white, right? With, without a doubt, they're white. That it, it pretty much. I mean, they are, they are white, but we don't. We I don't know. They, they, <laughs> you it, know. it don't get moved. My my my, my brother it don't get much whiter. They white. Blonde, blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes, Ital- uh, Italians, they white. All right. I think we're talking about Anglo-Saxon. I think, I know, no, 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 no. That, that, <laughs> wait, wait a second. Now, this, but this is important, though, when we talk about these certain things, right? So this is important. So, and then when you talk about either, you know, when you talk, you talk about Puerto Ricans, I think what you're talking about is, and when people say Spanish, they have to remember what it is that they're discussing. Are you talking about peoples whose lineage can be traced back to Africa? Or are you talking about peoples whose lineage can be pla- traced back to places like Spain and Germany uh, and places like that? All those people are for sure white. Just because you can be Afro-Latina, you can be Afro-Latino, but just because you are either Cuban or Puerto Rican, it doesn't mean that you're automatically black. And it certainly doesn't mean that you have access to things that only are supposed to be for black Americans. Now, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, now, like, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a conversation and it's a complicated one of ethnicity and of lineage. And, and lineage, yeah. That's, right. that's, that's where I was, that's where I, see, we don't have, like, where, where I, and you explained this to me sure. yesterday about where you were from or well, where I'm, you I'm from up. Baton Rouge, yeah, yeah. Baton yeah. Rouge and, you know, it's not a lot of, uh, you know, uh, Puerto Ricans, where you from, and things of that nature. I'm talking about for me growing up in the area of New York City where I'm from, right? We we have Puerto Ricans, we have Mexicans, we have you know Dominicans, we have we have we have white people. We have like so when I say yo, I got white friends that don't even know they white. When I'm say, I'm saying that to have add some some jest to it to be funny, but yeah, but also. You know, it's 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 still white dudes like white friends that I got that grew up with us in the same in conditions that we grew up, the same environment, the same poverty, the same. You know, they they did the same knucklehead shit we did. They was our peoples. We didn't look at them as white boys or none of that. We didn't look at them as none of that. And they say, "Yo, what up, my nigga? What up, my nigga?" Like or or like they say that, and we have no problems with it because that's not we don't look at color when we. When we see them, like we don't look at that. Yeah, you understand? We don't bring. We don't. So, I'm I'm starting to see, or I'm seeing that a lot of, you know, it's it's probably lo- it's probably location. 
where you you know your geography, where you're from. A lot of a lot of these these opinions are shaped by where people are from. So nobody is wrong in their assessment or how they're feeling. You know, I, they can't be because if they're not. If they haven't grown up the way we grew up or where we grew up, like anybody in New York City could tell you, period, that grew up in the hood, like we we don't look at that kind of shit. We don't look at, yo, you poor, you Spanish or you Puerto Rican or, you know, if you grew up, you white. Now, if a, if a white dude, random dude just come up like, yo, what up, nigga? That's different. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We like, yo, who the fuck is you? But if you grew up with us, you one of us. That's yeah. how we feel. Right. You one of us and... and that's that's my whole thing about that. So about the que- so the that. question so the question then we I mean listen if 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 you wanna if, if you guys have if people all over the place have groups where they have specific rules for those groups, um, and they want to say yo you cool like I'm gonna invite you into something culturally or invite you into something that's something that I can't relate to because we don't have that in Louisiana but that's a fair point if that's the way things are in your neighborhood. The question is, why would Jules be able to access that? She's not. Well, if, she's if, not if from you where know, you're, she's not you from where you're though. from. But she's not from where you're from. She's from Boston and in well, Miami. Look, we, this is what I'm saying. Where you're with, right, right. Even in, but in Boston, it's, it's like this. Is what I'm saying. If you notice in the shit, I, in the in the interview part, and I asked her, I'm like, yo, did you grow up? Where did? How did you grow up? Because that that's a big, that's a big, big like point. Like if if she grew up, and I'm like, yo, did you grow up around black people or did you grow up? Around around white folks, did you grow up? I asked her that in the interview because if you grew up that way, then I don't see why. The reason I kept first of all, let me go back and answer the the reason I kept pushing pushing her to say that like you black or whatever. When I'm saying you black, like like I said, it's not like yo you black, you African American. I'm just saying you black, like you a nigger. You understand? Like you a nigger. You you don't have to be nappy haired and all of that to be considered yo a nigger. When a revolution yeah, comes, yeah, 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 got nothing to do with that. I feel what you're saying. They not accepting you when, when, when if they want to decide to take everybody, like you, a minority, bro. That's you, what I'm bro, saying. My, 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 what, what, what people are trying to impart upon you is that somebody like Jules is only really a minority when it suits her to be a minority. Even she was telling you that she doesn't say the N word. That she doesn't. That she doesn't really no, use. What, the, she says. She says that she doesn't say. That's it. what I was trying to tell she you. Right. Hold on. Yeah. That's what I was trying to answer. I'm sorry. What I'm answering is the reason she's saying it, this is the reason I thought she was saying that, or the reason because I felt like she was being bullied into into being scared to to say to be like, yo, no, nah, I don't even say it. I don't even say it like, no, I'm not that. I'm not that. And I don't like when 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 you know how how people could be. With with all of this, like with this type of, especially with a with a, a situation like this of this magnitude, that they feel, you know, I I really don't even feel like to me this is a this as big a deal as as everybody else always want to make it. But that's another story. But I felt like she was being bullied into into not owning up to like if she grew up in the hood or whatever like that, then you grew up in the hood and wear it. Don't be bullied. To be like, no, but I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not really that. Because yeah, but it, but at, at the same time, we all we always have to remember that our upbringing and the way that we were reared is a component in the way we view society, right? It can't be the whole math, right? So if if you in if you're in your your neighborhood right now, and for whatever reason, 
Because it's people that would say that to the other side, man. It's white people that would say, yo, I, I'm from Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, where we say the N-word all the time, but they really mean it in a racist way. But just because they're allowed to do that where they are, where they are, doesn't mean that they're going to get on a mass platform like what she has or any other place like that and that the rest of us should be accepting of that. And if we don't like that, those people have either the choice to lean on what they've always, always known and say, fuck everybody, or learn that it doesn't really have to do with that. It has to do with a lot of pain and a lot of hurt and a lot of shit that you cannot sum up to the politics of the neighborhood that you grew up in. Well, well, that's that. I, I'm just absolutely. I, I mean, that you a hundred percent correct in that. And I, I oh, but that that's why I'm saying I don't want that. The well, obviously, the context in which the word is being used is the number. It should be obviously the number one word. base point on on to how we even talking about this. Like, are you saying, "Hey, what's up, nigger?" Or are you saying, "Yo, what's up, man, my nigger?" Because some people are like, "Yo, what up, my nigger?" Like, we say, "My nigger," and we people we say that shit like it's nothing. You understand? Now, if you like, yo, what's up, nigger? Or look at them niggers over there. Or look at those niggers over there. But if you be like, yo, man, uh, 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 what's up, nigga? What's up, my nigga? Or what's up, like, like niggers is wildin'. Shit like that. Well, niggas, niggas be tapping. Whatever they want to say, however the way you use it, and that should let somebody else know. That, like, you don't believe that that should, that's uh, a way to, to kind of, like, gauge if, you know, if somebody's using it in a derogatory manner or if they're able to use it yeah, at all. So, so, this, this, so, I, I, so this is my thing. And this is just me. This have to be nobody else. Don't have to be you. Don't have to be nobody else. This has to be me. For me, none of those things come into play. And the reason why they don't come into play is because, once again, I'm from a different place than you're from. And I'm being, and I'm, and I'm, like where I'm from, the way that the word was used was all from from non-blacks was always this was this is very binary, right? Uh, black people use it in a specific way, and white people use it in the other way. So when I was a kid, my grandfather. Uh, looked at me and said, listen, don't ever let a white man play with you calling you no nigga. Don't let, ever let a white man call you a nigga, period. Because when I was growing up, we could not stop from being from, from, from them saying that to us. And and bucking back meant either arrest or be getting the shit kicked out of us. So for me, it's looking back at them as a white dude, you're not going to be in front of me as a white person, as a non-black person saying the N-word because I owe that to people who had to endure that word uh, without volunteering for it. So I can't do that. Now, however, I'm not going to put that on everybody else, but I, what I will say is when, if you're white and you're in my presence, I don't want to hear it. Now, we can have a right, conversation right. about whether or not we should get rid of it, period, um, and that's a different conversation that we have amongst each other as black people when we want to hold each other accountable. As far as she's going, I think the thing that confused me and maybe some other people and didn't, uh, you know, like I said, I know you. So it's a different situation. But what confused me is if she's saying, nah, I don't want to let her not use it, bro. We shouldn't encourage people. I don't think. To take, I feel you. To, to take I, steps I mean, into a I cultural feel, circle feel that they that. know that they're not a part of. You feel me? 
I definitely, I, I, I feel that. I mean, I get that, for real. Like, I mean, and part of that, part of that is one how you know my my character is very like I don't like people to, I like people to express themselves and be free Word. and what they are, who they are, however they feel. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like people. I don't care. This ain't just about her. This is about anybody. I don't like people that that you know people become bullies. And that's what happens. To, that's what I feel like on not just her situation. I'm talking about just the internet in general. They they'll bully you into into making you go against or or just totally just just hold on one second. Move move. This damn dog is crazy. Listen, dude. Yeah, move. Just totally like you know, just abandon abandon your your, your personality, your character, whoever you are, and then to, to, and and then finally, ultimately. You become in this dark place where you don't even know yourself because you 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 keep on putting on for people that you know that have keyboards or that that could type and things like that. So that partially came. That was it. I'm not. That's that's ignorance on my behalf, and I'm I'm eating that ignorance because I know that that's mm. how I am. Though mm. I will go. I'm a like anybody that know me. First of all, I'm a I'm a battle rapper. One. So arguing. If making points and shit like that, that's why I'm always so like hyper energetic. That's really me on this sh- on that show. That's really me, and I will all, I will go even if like you know I'm signed with Buster, right? Buster is a, a, a debater in himself. Like, but if anybody know Buster, Buster debate his ass off. Me, that's the same as that. Like, so I love to to debate, and I will go to the limbs even if I know. There's a there's potential that I could be I could be wrong in what I'm saying. I want to know that I'm wrong all the way, so I will go to the extreme, mm. the the maximum limbs, and that's and that's also for me to gain to be educated as well in a in a in a in a certain topic because I don't just let people say whatever they want to say and then I agree and then I don't really know what's going on. So I want to get to the deep. The, the deepest root, the base. So, because conversation is how, you know, how new ideas come about and how inventions come around. Like, we, you know, uh, we could still be, the play. if people, if there was no debate or no no challenging of an idea or an ideal, then we, the fucking, our, uh, our plates that we eat off, because we would still be looking at that like, a, like it's a wheel. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could still be looking at a plate like a wheel. Oh, it's round, it's just a wheel. Oh no, nah, we can use it this way. No, mm. you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. And then that's the way we go. So the way I feel, I will go all the way to the extreme. And I don't like people who bully people into making them just say things. And that's mm. that's what I was. Now, if she if she stand on that, then by all means, then then there you have it. It's nothing I can possibly yeah. say. But I'm gonna. It's, it's like you. If somebody gets interrogated by you know when 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 the Fed rules interrogate somebody and somebody say one thing you go, they going to go to they going to try to make you crack as much as you can just so right. you can because everybody don't show they that that their their cards firsthand or their true colors or however it is firsthand you got to make sure you dig you dig you dig so that's right. what I do the play and that's how I, that's my that's the way I do that's my method yeah. And that's just how it is. For so, me. so let me ask you this. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get that plate and will shit. But let me ask you. But but let, but let me ask. Oh, you, but let, no, 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 no. <laughs> but let, let me let me let me ask you this real quick. So, second thing that people have a problem with, 
and this this has gone gone from you and Biscuit got some of this too. Um, is you have Jules at one point in this uh, in this interview, Jules she drops Scotty Beam's name, she drops Karen Civil's name. These are two black women in this industry that are doing everything that they can um, to to promote their brands. To I'm gonna be honest with you. Let me let me be honest with you. Karen Civil is somebody who's done a lot for me personally. Karen Civil has always looked out for me. I know a bunch of other people that that she's looked out for. A bunch of other people. Me and Scotty don't have as close a relationship, but I respect her POV. I respect her doing what she's doing as a sister. Jules came out, shot at both of these women, and we had two brothers there, and it didn't seem like anybody stepped up for these sisters and put a bug in her ear about her coming at them. And for a lot of black women, bro, that's hard. A lot of black men, that's hard to see that going down like that, especially from somebody who a lot of people have a negative opinion about. You've heard right. that, I'm sure. What do you say to that? All right, well, first, let me, let me start off by saying this. Jews, so whatever, like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about Jews before, prior to the, the podcast or whatever. Biscuit. You know, Biscuit is my homie. Biscuit, you know, he's also co-owner, co-host with me with the show. And um, so, um, you know, he told me that was, you know, him and Jules is cool. She, He said about, uh, you know, a couple things, like uh, people have these kind of, you know, notions about her. And, you know, she not really like that, such and such. But he wanted me to, you know, make my own judgment on the show or whatever. So, you know, I did whatever research I could. Cool. So, you know, as far as her and, you know, these other females, uh, Scotty and, and Karen that you're speaking about, you know, I, I'm not, I wasn't too, I didn't know what kind of, you know, I wasn't too sure what they had prior anyway. So, fast forward back onto the show. Once she, you know, she brought their names up or whatever. One, if you, I didn't have any, I didn't show, like, when she brought their names up, I don't know what kind of relationship or what kind of issues that they've had prior to that. So what I've saw, which what I've heard was when she brought their names up was that it was like it wasn't like I, she came up there and started to just out there OD on them. That's not what she did to me. Like she she said that some they they had said something about her first or whatever on some whatever it is. I'm not sure, but. You know, uh, she said that uh, Scotty and and Karen they have they had issues with her and they said some things about her and then this was her her get back to say something back about them. So one, if somebody, I can't you can't be mad at somebody for for defending themselves on the on the platform that they have where where it's like you know if somebody else somebody say something to you you have the right to defend yourself or whatever. Now. It being on my platform or my platform, I'm not really too familiar with who Scotty is. Like, I mean, I know who you know who she is. I know Karen, but I don't have relationships with these people at all. You understand? Like, I know Karen. Like, from what she done, if I see, I'm like, yo, what's up? I see, you know, if I see Scotty, I might say what's up. She might say what's up to me. But we don't break no bread. I don't know them personally, so I'm not gonna ever vouch for anybody that I don't know. Even if, but 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 you don't feel like you need to protect black women in that situation. Listen, black. See, this is you, are you going with black? Like, so you mean to tell me? I mean, 
protect them as far as what? Because I, I it's not like I, protect I didn't them, say anything. I know, I know, I know. I feel you. But when I say protect, you asking me protect them as in not letting a white chick. Well, what if one of them would have killed her baby or some shit? Uh, move. Like, like, <laughs> not like, no, 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 I'm saying. What if one of them would have put a fucking a, a, a bomb inside of that car? Move. Or, you obviously, like, what are you or talking what I'm about? Saying to you is, right. What I'm saying to you is, I'm not going to jump in anybody's feuds that I don't know the details on, bro. Mm. That's what I'm saying to you. Okay. You understand? Like, black, white, Asian, Spanish. I don't care what race you are. That's a whole different, that's a different situation. You understand? I mind my business when it comes to people and their beasts. Pause. I don't jump into it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if she, it's like when I say, it's not like she came out and was like, yo, and you know what? Fuck these bitches. Cause these bitches ain't shit. They doing nothing. Shit. The way she put it, she said, yo, and, and and they have something to say about me, and they're making it seem like she's making it seem like they have. Wait, 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 wait. When you say when you say fuck these, what were you talking about then? You saying that's what she what said? You, no, I'm saying it's not as if she said that. Oh, okay. Like oh, it's not okay. as if wow. she came oh, out yeah, yeah, and yeah. just start wilding on Karen and them mm -hmm. like just out the blue. Because yeah. then then I'd be like, hold up, hold up, you bugging the fuck ah, out. Ah, see, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you didn't feel like you didn't feel like what she said. You didn't feel like what she said was so egregious. That you had to step in on is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it, it, because it was between them. Like, black and white issues don't have nothing to do with personal issues. So the reason I brought up, you know, and I went obviously to the extreme, you know, what if they yeah. wanted to kill one of the kids? But, you know, that's just what I do. But I'm saying, like, if they, I don't care what color you are, if they've had issues that I don't know about, like, I don't know how deep them issues go. So I can't. Be, be over here protecting somebody else that I don't know what it is. You get what I'm saying? I mm. can't do that. Now, if, if if her and Biscuit has a, a relationship, then that's different. You understand? Like, well, she said she does have a relationship with Biscuit, and um, I, I think that was something she had a problem with her. The last thing I'm going to say is this. I mean, for me, I feel you. I think I know a little bit more about Jules' history. I don't have anything personal against Jules. I just know sort of the narrative that's been out there about her and how it seems as if in the past she has um, taken shots, at, to be honest with you, uh, old tweets, mm -hmm. kind of taking shots at yeah. black women, maybe implied that they were jealous of her and some other things that she's done that maybe people are yeah. kind of sick of that bullshit. But, um, but I don't know her personally. I don't have no problem with nobody getting money. I don't care if she holds Rolling Loud or, or anything like that. She got a place in the culture she worked hard for it. Good on her. So last one. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. Before you go to but your point, right? See, the way you say, you know, I don't care if she rolls loud, she got a place in the culture. And that, that's like, that's like, yo, you skipping over some, a major issue that they saying that she is a culture vulture. I don't, but that, that was I, a but major I, I know, issue. But my, my thing, so you my, can't just throw I know, that under the, I know, but my, but my thing with her being, my, my thing with her being the culture vulture is like, <laughs> like vultures only eat things that are dead right our culture is alive and so if our culture is alive it's up to us who we let eat from it it's up to us like the whole culture vulture thing there's room enough for everyone in here but it's not room enough for people to come in here and disrespect the culture 
And if people right. feel like Jules is doing that, they're okay to hold her accountable. But if she wants to do what she's doing in music and in concerts and in clubs and in parties, I she can she can she her. she can do that. She can do all of that too. Um, that that's separate than some of the other shit that she's done that I think is whack. But once again, I don't know her personally, so I'm not gonna make it my mission to get her out of the paint. What I will say is that um, when I see someone giving that energy towards black women that I know are not culture vultures, that I know mean well for the culture, that's kind of when I go, ah, nah, maybe not here. Last thing I'll say is this. This is the last thing I'll say because we got to go. Uh, we got to wrap this. Do you what do you want? People been getting at you now for yeah. every, every for everyone that's saying that's calling you names. They've been calling you a coon. They've been calling you all of this stuff. What, I love it. <laughs> My job is my job is done, bro. Right. Let's remember this. My 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 mm -hmm. my job number one job is to bring awareness to easily offended. Number one. Right. My job is if my methods are unorthodox or then that that's just the way I am. Some people love it, some people hate it. I'm not here to be liked by everybody. I just know my job ultimately has been done. But I just had to interject to that part. Continue. Nah, that's it. That's that's the end of it right oh. there. I feel you. Hey, Moot, I appreciate you calling, bro. I yeah. appreciate you calling. Man. And I appreciate you uh, having me. Always, I man. Appreciate you. All right, bro. Be uh, safe. Hey, I'm a, next time you come to L.A., we're going to get on these mics oh, in a yeah. different way. I'm going to bust yeah, your let's, ass. Let's, let's do that. I just hold on. Before, before you go, I just want the world to know. What? I love my black people. <laughs> All the way up and down to the to the end of the moon, whatever. Even if we, I feel like the Earth is flat, but that's a different story. Oh but, Jesus Christ! You, oh no, no, no! Get get Mook off my get get Mook yo, off yo, my yo, goddamn! Hey, yo, no, when we come to LA, I would talk about that. But but no, oh, that's just, no, no. In real life, like I love my I love my you know my my black people all the way, and um, you know I I just don't want anybody to feel as if you know. Uh, I, I'm trying to sell out, quote unquote, or try to be anything. You know what I'm saying? I need my, I need my content. I get the content the way that I get it, and I make my assessments and my judgments based upon how I meet somebody and what it is. Everybody else's opinion, I don't let rub off on me. I make my own opinion up and how it is, and that's it. All right, my G. All right, brother. All right, brother. Peace. Peace. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. No bullshitting. Uh, to my right is Robert Latow. The it, 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 tell people who you are, Robert. The editor in chief of Black Sports Online and BSO Entertainment, uh, biggest independently black-owned sports and entertainment website in the country. Okay. So you guys have all seen BSO. You've seen BSO on Twitter. Um, you've seen BSO uh, on on different social media feeds. Broken a lot of news over the years. Written a lot of articles over the years. Um, that is Robert Latow. To my left is. Oh, Amanda Seals. Yes. Yes, we all know who Amanda Seals is. Do we? I, I think, think that's an unfair assumption. That we all know? Yeah. Amanda, why do you feel like that's... Nah, you just think you're Amanda Seals. We've all, everyone knows you? Everyone knows Amanda Seals, comedian, actress, rapper, singer, <laughs> poet, uh, gym, <laughs> gymnast. That's actually real. She can do flips. I can um, do flips, yeah. Now, why are both of these people here today? Uh, to ha we're here to have a multifaceted conversation Ooh. on um, not just a specific incident, issue, and something that's happened over the last couple of weeks, but also uh, the larger question of how journalism, people's actual lives, 
uh, truth and perception all intersect. This all has to do with, I'm going to let, actually, I'm going to let Amanda start um, because it started sort of with uh, some comments that you had made. Mm -hmm. And we're going to let you, you tell how your side of the story, how you felt like this went. Well, in this, in this particular incident, I was sharing on my podcast and on The Breakfast Club about the importance of speaking about people that you are interested in dating because you can get information that can help you uh, make decisions about someone and whether or not they're the right person for you to be dating. So like, I think we've all experienced like a time where like, you may not know someone has like a whole girlfriend or a whole boyfriend. And then like, you know, you're talking to somebody and then you find out and you're like, oh. You ask around. Yeah, yeah. like it's, and that to me is just like being in a social sphere, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, that was the space I was speaking about that in. And in speaking about this particular person, I never said their name. Mm -hmm. I never said their name and I never said that they sexually harassed me. Right. I simply said that they were pressed about me coming to visit them very early on in our interaction. And I said that when I had relayed uh, their name privately to a friend that they said, oh, well, I know somebody who had this troubling experience with them. And that made me say, oh, yikes, that's not the person for me. Right. Uh, but in, re in relaying this story, uh, a number of women contacted me via different means, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and email, to say, even though I had not said this person's name, they knew exactly who this person was mm -hmm. and named that person both first and last name, which gave me pause. Because for somebody's behaviors to be so consistent that people are able to discern who you're speaking about without even giving an extensive amount of factors for them to be able to determine that, made me say, okay, this is, this is not okay. Um, and I think anyone who actually does know me knows that at my core, I'm really for the people. Mm. I have always been for the protection of truth, for the preservation of truth. Um, I have always been for the upliftment of black people. I have always been for the upliftment of women and specifically of black women um, in a number of spaces. So when, when, I, when I was put in the predicament of all of these people coming towards me with, with, with troubling information about somebody, it was like, damn, like this is a crisis of conscience. Sure. It's a crisis of conscience because it's like there's people who are saying things that are negative and that are troubling. And I, I could possibly curtail other folks from having to go through those experiences. Mm -hmm. So I was very um, aware of that. But I said, you know what, I don't want to go out of pocket. But then I received, a, I received a correspondence that gave me just way too much pause. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I simply just wasn't okay with preserving um, that person's name anymore because at the very least, what you do when you speak honestly or you speak to an honest, and when I say speak honestly, I mean to speak to an honest concern, mm -hmm. you give that person the opportunity <laughs> to 
either agree or disagree, yeah. um, but without necessarily incriminating them, right. you know? So this is just like, okay, this is what I've been told. Mm -hmm. Now, the issue came when the press, and I put it in quotes, because I think once upon a time, uh, journalism was really fact-based. It was really rooted in fact-based, being fact-based. And like, the journalists took pride, took pride in like, I'm gonna uncover the facts. I'm going to uncover the truth. When we talk about like Woodward and Bernstein and we talk about. That's highbrow journalism right there. Yo, those, are the, those are the guys the of the guys. guys of the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys. Sure. You know, when we talk about Soledad O'Brien, you know, mm -hmm. when we talk about individuals who have made their career based on uh, having journalistic uh, ethics, what we're really talking about is folks who have decided that it really matters to them to give everybody access to information that they may not have access to, right. right? So what was problematic to me though is when folks who do not hold that same ethical base of journalism uh, blur the line of editorial and op-ed, mm -hmm. so like speaking the facts versus speaking their opinions, mm -hmm. and also when they don't do research. So there was a number of outlets that just decided that they were going to- This is the first false headline that you read. Amanda Seals accuses this individual of uh, sexually harassing her and sending incriminating texts. Okay. So Two things I never did. Right. I, n I literally n never said that. Mm -hmm. I so never said that I was sexually harassed. Mm -hmm. And I never said that anyone sent me uh, tr like texts that were uh, inappropriate. Right. Mm -hmm. So that off rip was put into the zeitgeist. Now, the issue also that happens is like, okay, so they put that out there, what can you do? But not enough folks feel like it's their role as journalists to fact check other journalists. Mm -hmm. So they just take that and, and run. And now it's a bunch of sites have cited, and now that's the narrative. Right. Okay. So. And then. Right. That, that brings us to now we're all caught up, okay? No, uh, you think? No, go for it. Sister, go do, you, do your thing. Well, because then I felt the need to clarify that. So, oh, okay, excuse me. I did cut off a point. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I felt because, because this had gotten so far off the track of reality, mm -hmm. I was like, let me just clarify that I have never accused this person of this. What I did do is this. So all I did was just, like, all I did was simply state in a video what I actually did versus what people we're saying I did. Mm -hmm. Because what they're saying is not actually the truth. Right. And then that was misappropriated into Amanda Seals admits to lying. Right. And I, one, have never admitted to lying, and two, I simply can't admit to lying about something I never said in the first place. Mm. So that was when things took a different turn because once again, a headline was, was made pr public that was an opinion, mm -hmm. but presented as a fact. Right. So in between here, a couple of things happened. In between there, one thing that happened was that uh, the gentleman who this is about, um, who is a, a very high-profile athlete uh, and figure, came on and said he's never done anything. He put out a lengthy statement on his personal um, Instagram, uh, sort of uh, balking at the idea that his reputation would be impugned in any way. And, mm -hmm. and then making... Um, some, I guess, veiled accusations at the nature of your and his relationship, mm -hmm. uh, basically saying that <laughs> you he had wanted to have a that you had wanted to have a relationship with him. You were scorned or spurned, and this is the reason why you were saying the things that you were saying. Okay, which is simply inaccurate. Okay, so then after that, 
is where we get to the headline that she just uh, that the manager Reference. spoke about, um, which is the headline that went on BSO that said, uh, I think, and Robert's here. Robert is the guy, is the guy who runs BSO. Um, I don't want to butcher your headline, so what do you remember mm. the headline to be exactly? The headline was Amanda Seals admits to lying about being harassed uh, by, you know, the gentleman in, in question. Right. And some other stuff on the, the back Right. End now, we're there. not dancing around saying this guy's name. It just doesn't seem necessary to continue to inject him Correct. into a conversation about this right here. So Correct. You Correct. guys know who we're talking about. But So, Robert, go ahead. Um, first so, off. So tell, so tell this yes. thing from yours. So now it is. So here's from my perspective. Mm. Um before the original part, the original Breakfast Club interview, the original podcast, the original, I believe it was uh, another video, maybe it was an Instagram live video mm-hmm. that was done. I knew nothing about this at all. I only came into knowledge about this is when the gentleman put up his Instagram post. And then, like she said, in the fairness of journalism, it's like we have one person that's accusing another person, according to him. That's when I started doing my research on it. Listen to The Breakfast Club, listen to the podcast, listen to the IG live video. Some of the terminology that was used in those was a little concerning, you know, to me. In uh, terms of what? And I tell you why. Because I feel like it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you can sing like R. Kelly if you're a Heathcliff Huxtable, if you're doing bad things to women, then you should be out of here. You should be canceled. You should be in jail. And when I heard the term or the phrase, I should say from Amanda, that what she had heard was sexually predatorial Mm -hmm. and could get him fired from his job, I took that very seriously. Because at that point, this is not just flirting gone wrong, relationships gone wrong. You're, You're implying from other sources that there's some sort of sexual predatorial nature involved. Mm-hmm. So what I did was at that time, there's an article before this article that a lot of people don't remember, was I put what he said on there and I put what she said on there. And I was just saying that she, he is saying that none of this never happened. That what she said about him, which in turn she says I never said, was there was no harassment, there was no, there was no, you know, there's not these other women out there. They're anonymous sources. None of this ever, ever happened. It's not what she said, though. She just said that there were other women right, that were out Right, right. I'm just telling you, once again, in the interest of journalism, mm-hmm. like we're talking about, sure. her word is, and his word, have to be treated equally. That's sure. what that'll be the last time I interject. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. No, no. That, that I want no. I, I want to make sure that we get to the basis. Yeah. Of we're what getting actually, to that point. Okay, cool. All right, we're getting to to that point, and and what we all talked about. Sure. So after that, I guess some time passes. I'm not even paying attention to, to anything that's going on with that. I think it's over. When the new video is presented to me, that you know, I didn't say it, this about him. I didn't say anything sexually harassment. I didn't say anything about it. I was just telling what other people had said. Now, I agreed with you and your representative that the way that I presented it in the headline, I should it was more editorial. What Robert is re- referring to now is the yes. fact that after this was happened, yes. I called Robert and we spoke last Yes, week. that it was more editorial because I felt at the time, if you're putting all of this out there uh, about him, and these are serious accusations, to pull back a little bit on it, to me was uncomfortable because we're talking about someone's career and life someone that's a neurosurgeon, someone that's going to be doing surgery on little kids' brains. So 
there's a responsibility, you know, to that. If he is what you believe he is and you believe these women, then there's more that needs to be done. We can't just be talking on Instagram, you know, about it. You, you have to. You can't be in the middle. What was she supposed to do? I mean, what, what, what uh, would you, when you say more, like when you say, by the way, okay, yeah. uh, to everyone that's, I'm yeah. not, everyone knows that me and Amanda are friends. I'm no, not, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not cool. trying to, yeah. what I'm saying, more that should have been done. Yes. What are you, what do you I'm mean? saying there's, at that point, you have two decisions. She even spoke about, she said she had a crisis of consciousness. I want to make sure mm-hmm. I got your, your phrase mm-hmm. right. Is if you know that someone's like that, if I know someone's committing a crime, I go to the police. But I don't know. And I think right. that's what we need to make clear. Right, if you no, don't... Robert, okay, this no, no. is what I need to okay. make clear. Uh, well, hold on, because, let you because finish. You're, you're, well, I nah. can't let you finish because... Okay, but because, I let listen, you do your whole thing. I, I didn't know, say but what, But the okay. thing is, is Let's that go. you're you're completely okay. erroneous about what you're yeah. reporting. Because yeah. you're yeah. saying that I accused him of something and that I lied about the accusation. I never pulled back from anything. I simply clarified what I had said from the beginning. I literally just repeat. I didn't even clarify. I just repeated... What I said from the beginning, which was that he never sexually mm. harassed me, that there were a number of women who said that he has been with been problematic with mm. them. And the reality is, is that I said in my video, I have no empirical proof. All I can report is that people have been reporting to me that there could be an issue. And you know what? There's enough cause for concern to say, hey, just watch out. I did not by any means say that I know for sure that this person does this. What I do know for sure is that several women have said that they do. That's what I said. So one question. No, 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 you can go my back. Just one quick counterpoint to that Mm -hmm. is, okay, I hear what you're saying with that. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you said. Do you feel, and this is just a question to you, without empirical proof, do you think it's responsible to put something that serious on someone without knowing? I think it is very irresponsible to, with the information I received, not at least put out a caution. Mm, I disagree with that. That's fair. I disagree with that. And you're allowed to disagree because we as humans are allowed to disagree. It's healthy. It's healthy to have discourse. It is unhealthy to create deceit. Well, creating deceit and And and, and deception is what I'm saying is you're saying now I don't have any proof. You didn't say that. I literally said right, I don't have empirical right. proof. You didn't say that beforehand, though. I literally said that. No, no, that. no. You said that in the clarification. No, I didn't. I said yeah. that in the video where I said his name. I literally then, said in that video, I do not have empirical proof, but I do have a number of women who have stated that this person is behaving with them in mm. a manner that is not okay. And today, I received a correspondence that made me say, I have to say something out loud. Okay. So, and, for so, the record, so, so, and for the record, there's been eight more women who have come mm. forward so, to me. So, so... So now you let's let's address okay. the headline real quick okay. before okay. we before okay. we start the debate. Okay. The headline that we're talking about now that kind of got this click back right. this this whole thing cranked right. back up was the headline that said Amanda Seals say it again lies. Uh, Atlanta, admits, uh, the, the whole headline Amanda, admit, admits she lies about the whole harassment. In yes. your opinion yes. right now. Yes. Was that headline accurate? I would not say it was accurate. I say I would would have been able to word it in a different way to get my The headline that was out. Yeah. Was it accurate? Yeah, I just said that was not. I could have worded it differently. Okay, like I feel it was an editorial headline. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something where I was saying, "Oh, I have empirical proof." It's what I believed. Okay, so <laughs> that's a very big difference. No, I'm just saying because I'm not a news source, but you are. No, that's not. I believe that. But wait, but wait a second. Okay, we have to. If we're gonna have this discussion in good faith, we have to admit that the specific headline that you put up. 
was in fact factually inaccurate. So because then we have to ask, how do we get there? How do we get to a headline from your perspective? Yes. How do we get to a headline that simply isn't true? Just like she just said. She said it for me. She is saying my point back to me. She's saying that, okay, well, sometimes you feel like, hey, I have information or I have no, a feeling. Robert, Robert, oh, no, 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 you, you got, you're okay, stopping no, no, me no, every no, time. No, I'm just saying that's, that's, because that's not Because you're cool. the only no, one no, between no, the two of us that isn't making sense. Okay. See, so No, finish, finish. Okay. Go ahead. No, my, my bad. I'm just saying. My bad. I just find it ironic that I am getting chastised for an editorial headline that you guys that are both. That defamed me. Right. No, 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 no. The, but you're saying that you can, without proof, call someone sexually predatorial mm. with not I- any proof at all, then you have no problem okay. with that. Real quick. I just think, Re- that's, I I just think that hypocritical. I'm just saying. Hold on for a yeah. second. Let yeah. me say something yes. real quick. I'm going to put something out here mm. for, every, for the listening and every mm. one of us. Amanda, I'm going to tell you right here, I don't agree with the whole Myron role. Excuse me. I don't agree with the whole conversation that was started. I do look at that conversation. If we were to have that conversation, I do look at that conversation and go, Maybe that's a little bit much if we're not going to go full bore at them, if there's not an accusation of some sort of harassment or whatever, because there is a lot on the line with that. Which I did say at the beginning of my video. Right. Having said that, mm. me telling her right now, mm. I don't agree with the narrative as right. far as that goes. Not saying whether or not it's true yeah. or not, just saying if we're going to be right. that strong about something right. in today's climate, maybe that needs to be a little bit more caretaker. Right. That's fine. I'm saying that right now, so mm. people know that, Okay. You, what what we have to deal with in terms of the discourse here is if you represented something in the headline Mm. that didn't actually happen, you don't think that journalistically Uh you're under a different standard than somebody who has an Instagram. I think that I am held to a standard, a journalistic standard. And when we spoke, you and I spoke, you and a representative spoke, we came to a conclusion that that wasn't right. And I apologize, you know, for that. What I told you and what I told her was that was how I felt it came across. But I can't put a headline out there because you didn't explicitly say that. And I apologize to and I wanted to speak to you directly. So I just don't want to say I, I apologize yeah. to Van. And I apologize to your person. I said, no, I apologize to her. And I apologize. No, we to had you. a very substantive right, conversation. Right. And I apologize to you. But do you about know who right else now. you should apologize right, to? Right. Who? Your readers. Huh? Because your readers trust you. And that's the whole thing. Right. Because listen, like. The reality is as black folks with right. a platform, uh-huh. like we're special. Uh-huh. We get the opportunity to speak to large groups of people on right. a regular basis uh-huh. and they trust us, right? right? And so that's why it's so important that when we do say things, uh-huh. that there is an actual grounds to say that. So like folks who really rock with Amanda Seals know that I would never put myself out there like this if I didn't feel like there was something uh-huh. necessary to do. They know that I would never try to tear uh-huh. down a brother who is a pediatric neurosurgeon. Uh-huh. They, we can count on our hands how many of those are. They know that I would never uh-huh. do that Flippantly, right? right? But, no, let me. I just because okay. I'm about to. I'm bringing you into this because this is an okay. us thing. Okay, that's what we need to understand. Okay. <laughs> this is an us thing. What's happening so often is we're making it a 
us versus us thing. We're making it a man versus women thing. Oftentimes, it's the narrative that's getting presented is like, oh, if this person is holding somebody accountable, then they hate black women. If this person is holding somebody accountable, then they hate black men. Personally, I believe that as black folks, if we don't hold each other accountable, then we are waiting for others to come in and actually enact their own form of policing, which I don't want no parts of. But I say all that to say that as a journalistic space, and as somebody who has a platform, you have to say every time that you go on that line, that you go online, you have to come from a place of respecting your readers enough to know that they trust you. So I know like we it means something to our readers that they can look at something we put up and go with it. You know how many people have been coming at me simply off of just you stating that sentence? Because they believe you, because they trust you. Because you've done such a good job at creating a space with your platform that you have now a, lead, a, a, a readership. And that, to me, is like such an accomplishment. Like, Van has done the same thing here at TMZ. We all know TMZ be on some fuck shit, but we know Van ain't. We know Van ain't. And so that's the thing. It's like the responsibility, once you create, once you successfully reach that level, you can't be flippant. You owe your readers an apology for for misleading them, and you could have easily said to them like, "This is how I feel," and you have said that. So I'm not trying to like discredit. You did say that. You could have said, "This is how I feel," but you once you also put your readers in a position to defame, abuse, and accuse a black woman who has done nothing but dedicate her life to black folks for a lie, literally just off of something that was a lie. Because what you're saying that I did. I never did. And it's not okay. And they should be apologized to. Once again, I hear exactly what you're saying. And going back to Van's question, is a journalistic any different than an Instagram? Mm -hmm. To me, if you're telling me all this stuff and you want me to feel this way, right? And I understand that. And that makes perfect sense to me. I can't wrap my mind around about how you don't feel some of the things that you're saying don't have the same effect on black people and black men. What things that I'm saying? Once again, accusing someone with no proof, saying, having videos and things about Trump and black men and Jesse Smollett and black men. Okay, so let's go, let's address that. Okay. Did you see the seven minute video? I've seen it. And like I said, I No, no, did you see the seven minute video? I did. So I don't know how you can watch a seven minute video Mm -hmm. where I address Jesse Smollett Mm -hmm. and say that it's about black men. I didn't address you. What I said was. You just used that as an example. Exactly. Because what you're saying is one little snippet out of your seven minutes can be taken out of context or you said something and you didn't mean it the way it said. Hold on, no, no. I'm just just, give me a second. Give me a second. (laughs) But. On the flip side of that, you're saying one pocket of what I wrote, not the entire article, not the follow-up tweets, the headline. not the, the explaining, hey, Robert, you know, I, no, hold on, hold on, give me a second, it's give me a second, headline, hold on, Robert. give me a second, I, I just, here's the thing, you guys are, not, let me rephrase that, you didn't say anything, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, no, I'm not, I'm agreeing with you mm-hmm. on that, I'm not disagreeing with you on that, I'm mm-hmm. saying, okay, we've addressed that. Are we not going to address some of these other issues? To address them. You got, as, you got that you, You're not going to address We addressed that. No, no, Literally, no. at this moment, we no. were addressing well, it. I was simply making an addendum to right. what else needs to be addressed. Right. So I'm just saying that it's, yes, I have a website. I'm a journalist, right? You're a star. You're on HBO. You're on all of this stuff. So when you say things without proof, and now you come on and say, oh, I got eight other women 
Now, people are going to say, oh, man, that's 16 women now with no proof. And that's going to carry with him forever. That's not going away. That can't be changed in an edit. Can I ask you something? Sure. <laughs> Why doesn't it give you pause that 16 women said this man's name? Why does it give you more pause that I said his name than that they did? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. That's a good question. Okay. okay, so like I said, before all of this happened, I had, you know, no, I, you know, I just, I'm not saying it like, you know, I didn't know who he was, just I wasn't aware of all of the stuff until I did the research, right? Just like you, when things happen, you know what people do? They hop into texts. They hop into DMs. They say things about people. But you don't know if those are actually true. Same thing happened with, with me. After I did all of this, people came in my DM and said, you know something, I have an Amanda Steele story, or this happened, or that happened. It wasn't 16, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna just say it's a, an empirical number, but you know something, I don't know you. And- Do you know the difference? Hold on, hold on, hold on, give me, just give me a second. Okay. I, I don't know you, I've never met you. Um, I know Van, Van says you're a friend here, so I'm more willing to take his word than anybody else, but I would never, ever say, well, this is what I was told, just to try to win a battle or to go back and forth and everything to say, well, this is what I heard from people that I don't know, that I don't know if know you, this is what she, they have said about her. And if it was so serious that I thought that it was criminal, then there would be a conversation that I would try to have with you. Say, hey, this is what people are saying about you. This is what you're saying, you know, about you. I wouldn't do that publicly because you know why? Just for what you said. I have an outlet that if I do say something, some of the things that I heard, people are going to run with it. Never called you out of your name. I've never been like some of those other people that we won't mention on Twitter that I know have a, a, a beef against you and have called you all type of crazy yes. stuff. And I don't like, I don't like that. I don't like being associated with the person. I'm pretty sure you know who the person is. exactly who the person yeah, is. Yeah, I don't like to be associated with they, that person. They make lying headlines too. Right. I, I, I don't, I don't want to be associated, you know, with that person because I don't treat women like that. And when Van talked to me and your representative talked to me, you know, I took a step back and I said, well, can I talk to her? Let We could talk this out. I'm not, but that's, but to answer your question, that's why. Because I don't want to hear what everybody else had to say. I want to hear what you had to, to say. Can I, can I counter? Sure, sure. <laughs> I think what we're not acknowledging is there's a nuance. Uh -huh. The nuance in that story is one, that people are coming to you after already knowing who you're talking about. So you've already stated my name. Uh -huh. So they can come and just say whatever. There is a nuance that has to be acknowledged with the fact that without stating this person's name, people knew who I was talking about. They knew that because they had had the same experiences. We have to acknowledge that nuance because that's an incredibly different situation than a celebrity who people know and people coming into your DMs saying, oh, well, here's my story and here's my story and here's my story. The other well, difference fair. is that celebrities' interactions, right, uh -huh. are different than folks who are just a part of the public sphere in a more private way. Oh, right? it wasn't just public. It just was just random people. So, so I mean, I'm just, I'm not, saying, I'm, I'm not I, cutting you off. I'm just saying no, that. That's even if it's another celebrity, right, right, it's still right, celebrities have right. different interactions uh -huh. than others. So there's definitely a uniqueness uh -huh. to that. Now, I, on my Instagram profile, literally it says, I'm not for everyone. So I'm uh -huh. sure people came to you and said, Amanda's a bitch. Amanda's been stank. Amanda's this. Amanda's that. I'm sure. But 
accusing me of anything criminal, I doubt that greatly. Because I simply don't do that. Correct. And if they did accuse me of something criminal, then sure, please tell me. Because I want to rectify that immediately. Right. Because I want to make sure that it's clear that that is not what's going on. Now, this individual, they got the right to do that. They got, and they did that. And that is every right. We're here today, though, about a couple of basic things. And one of those basic things is simply that in reporting things, you're right. We all have a responsibility to reporting things accurately. We all have a responsibility to having a conscience about how we report things. Like for me, I don't think you understand how, and maybe, I mean, (laughs) maybe you don't grasp that like the, the, the immensity of what took place after you simply stating the lie. And this person, um, you know, we, the difference between the two scenarios is that you don't know if they're lying or not, but we know that you were lying about what I said. That's the difference. There is empirical proof that I never admitted to lying. There is empirical proof that I never accused somebody of sexually harassing me. So that's the biggest difference. Now, when it all really, really comes down to the bottom, 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 bottom line of all of this, we are in a very um, unique time right now Uh with the Me Too and Time's Up. And there really is still a growing narrative on how to handle these situations. This is all new. It is literally brand new. It is literally brand new Mm -hmm. that women are able... I'm looking at you because we're here together. So I'm looking at you in your eyes so you can look me back in the eyes so I can respect you and look at you eye to eye as a man. Okay? Amanda, okay. No, because because I want to connect with the person. I get... get. No, like he's not looking at me. I'm I'm like, look at me, brother. I'm trying to connect with you, man. But you're making a point, though. (laughs) I'm trying to connect with him. Like, listen. (laughs) Yeah. This is a time where Mm -hmm. we have seen so much for the past how many centuries black men be falsely accused by people who are out to get them we have seen black men lose their entire lives by people who are simply either one trying to protect their you know bullshit like we've seen white women who literally have been sleeping with a black man and accuse them of rape because they don't want to look like they were sleeping with a black man so like we have absolutely borne witness and you know why we've also borne witness because we were their girls we were their women. We were their mothers, their daughters, their girlfriends, their sisters. And we ha- look at Beale Street Talks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally the same situation where this woman has to watch her man, who she knows full well did not do this, be accused and have to live out the rest of his life out of an accusation. So that is not lost on me or, I believe, any sister who is boldly saying no to Bill Cosby. What do you say no to, people, to R. Though? Kelly. What do you say to people, no. though, that see what happened in this situation? I'm, I'm okay. about to get there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's why when, when we're in this situation, it really is like a new space. And it is a very, um, it's a very serious line to walk as a woman and as a black woman because you're both black and a woman. You have to live in both of those existences and understand the histories associated with that in a duality that a lot of people cannot understand who do not share that duality. I have to at the same time respect my brothers and love my brothers and protect my brothers at the same time that I continue to have a respect, a protection and a love for women and for my sisters. And we are all the time having to contend with what that looks like. So when we make accusations, we don't get the freedom 
of just like, oh, whatever, this nigga said this. No, if you are a conscious sister, you are very conscious about what that means. So you don't step into those waters lightly or loosely. And you don't want anyone to even for a second think that you would if you are somebody that really loves black folks. So to your point, no, I... I think that we are in a new era where we're still trying to figure out the balance of that. For a lot of women, it's like, damn, okay, I love the Cosby show, mm -hmm. but I just can't be okay with there being this many examples. Do you regret at all saying what you said and doing what you did and putting it out there in the way that you did? I regret putting it out there in the way that I did. I think that there was an even, even though I was very thoughtful about my words, clearly I could have been even more thoughtful, but I do not regret the fact that you know, this was the only means for me to do this without putting him in a situation where there could be a criminal investigation or where he could have like the board, you know. Mm -hmm. So that would to me, this was the safest way for both parties, because if I had went another way, then it ends up being um, more than just a concern and ends up being criminal. And I don't have proof that it's criminal, but point, I have proof that it's a concern. To, to Robert's point, did you ever think about reaching out to this person and letting people I know? I did. You did? I did tell him. So you, so you told. He didn't respond. Why? Okay, so you you did reach out to him and tell him what people were saying about him. Yes. Interesting. Do Robert. you do you dispute anything that he said in his Instagram post? Of course. Like, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Do you dispute everything that he says is in his Instagram post? Hey, is give there, me the Instagram post. Is there something quick. within the post that is accurate? Because okay. it's a lot there. I this just, is the Instagram I just, post. I just, I'm going to read this for yeah. people who can I understand that in today's world, the responsibility falls on the accused in quotation marks to prove themselves innocent, as opposed to the ones alleged accuser in quotation marks having to prove their claims before going public. Unfortunately, I found myself victim to these very circumstances. A, blogging, a blogger slash online personality. I don't agree with that. Whom I've never met in person and have only interacted once with, with once via phone recently claimed that I verbally harassed her during a call I exchange. Never that. She further she furthered these claims by stating that anonymous sources have come forward and added their accounts to her narrative. Uh, let me make myself perfectly clear: these accusations are absolutely false. Should be characterized as exactly what they are: acts of bullying, intimidation, and retaliation. I have been raised to respect and also keep my personal affairs private as that is a respectful thing to do. However, I will not sit idly by and allow someone to engage in an intentional character assassination simply because I did not return their advances or wish to engage in a relationship as they may have wished. <laughs> that is his side of the Oh, there's more. No, 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 there? no, there's more. You, is there more? Yeah, there is. Where? Right there. Go back. One more. Where? See, right here. Oh, this one. Oh, yeah. accusations mm -hmm. of sexual harassment should be taken seriously, but the same should be said for false accusations against someone uh, and the impact that those mm -hmm. accusations can have in today's digital world. I thank you for all your support and for allowing me the opportunity to stand up for myself and against any actions of bullying, intimidation, mm -hmm. or retaliation. So his narrative is clearly that there was some type of uh, relationship between That's you and false. him. I agree. I, would agree. I agree with the last paragraph, 1,000%. Mm -hmm. False accusations should be definitely handled. And, you know, true accusations, sh the person who is... Uh, at fault should be held accountable. I feel like the, you know, the problem is that we definitely have a society where we just haven't, we, we are, st <laughs> first of all, we live in a patriarchal society where we're just now getting to a point where we even listen to women, let alone believe them. Hmm. Okay? So that's, that's a, we, we have some hurdles that we got to get over just in general with that space. I mean, as we saw with Kavanaugh, you know, as we've seen with, uh, 
uh, I, sometimes I put people's names out of my head. Who's the other one on the Supreme Court? Uh, Anita Hill, Clarence. Oh, yeah. um, you know, the, we haven't really come that far in the reality of like, you know, when women state like this is my truth, uh, there's still just this underlying sense of like, mm, I'm not so sure about that. Black folks, we understand that wholeheartedly because we have also just as a race and community of people have continuously had to be like, no, 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 that's that's not. I mean, we, we are we're seeing <laughs> we're seeing the Central Park Five film coming out like these are five people that were completely innocent the entire time, fought for their innocence. And many of them did not even get to see the light of day. So we understand that on various levels. Now, in this statement, um, and once again, I feel like I don't want us to be completely just corralled to this particular instance, solely this incident. True. But the fact of the matter is that a lot of those things are untrue. But you know what? I know my truth. And the truth is that a lot of the things that he's saying on there are simply just not in accordance with the things that I've been saying. So, you know, he can say what he wants and I am able to say what I want. And for what it's worth, people determine what they want to believe, right? right? That's what we're dealing with with Michael Jackson right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's people just determine what they want to believe. Yeah. I have never pursued a relationship with this person. Uh, they contacted me. I've had a phone conversation with them. I've, I've already said, yeah, stated yeah. this several times. Robert, I think the, the issue is, in, in my mind, and the things that you say about false accusations and black women and black men and women in general and just being heard and everything are, are accurate. And <laughs> I think black men that, that are for the cause um, wholeheartedly agree with that. And wholeheartedly agree that it should be us, not us against each other. I think the issue that people have sometimes is when you have someone that is saying that he's being falsely accused. Mm -hmm. And then you have someone else saying, you know something, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I believe, you know, women, which I, I get you totally should believe women, but I can't say for sure a hundred percent, ninety-five percent. That is true. That stigmatism for a black man, some uh, that already deals with a lot of stereotypes as it is. And I'm not talking specifically just about him. I'm just saying when you put that in stigma general. in general. Yeah, no, that's yeah. very right. yes. So that's so, why you only say it if you really believe it. Okay, I, I'm with you on that. I feel you on that now. Okay, <laughs> like, but but here's the one part that I'm, I'm I guess that I want to kind of maybe hopefully that you, that you understand as this coming from a black man. And I was told this a long time ago when I was a little kid, is that as black people, not just men, as black people, when one person in our race does something, it's almost like we all have done it. You can see a white guy go to Vegas, shoot 50 people at a thing, and it's not even talked about two weeks from now. When a black person does something, the stereotype seems to come with us all. And when we're in fighting, or we're accusing, or we're you know putting things out there, just like you said, you wouldn't want all of that stuff you know on you and people calling you names and all of that stuff. That stigmatism comes back on us as well. So to me, it's it's still hard for me to wrap my mind around knowing that you don't know for sure, but knowing that that stigmatism is going to not just stick with him, but it's also going to stick with other black you know men in this specific so case you're saying yeah. that an indictment of him because of his 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 perch and where right. he's gotten uh is sort of sort of lends itself to the inherent criminality that some yeah. people feel like black men have and just one other little point to that and sometimes when black people do things wrong 
seriously wrong. Like we talked about Bill Cosby and we talked about R. Kelly. All of a sudden it comes back on all of us. Couldn't agree more. I think that <laughs> sometimes when they do things like right. that, the a mainstream American uh, mm. society looks at it as not one or two people, but a black man showing right. what he's really made of. Exactly. And, and that's really as far as I, I hear what you're saying. And I think at least we have some common ground with the responsibility aspects of journalism and, and saying things. That's the part that keeps, you know, sticking with me is that you when you're talking about just your dating part and the uncomfortable part and things to look out for. I just think that you could have expressed that without it wasn't the name. It, 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 without the they name. Weren't, but that that's not I did. I did express that. No, I know you name. did. I'm talking about after. I didn't state the name until it became professional. Until the, Wait, accusa- until, the until the accusations that were made were were about a prof- the professional space. That's when I said the name. I'm, I'm confused by. I don't know well, what you mean what by you mean that. You professional. Well, I don't, I don't get the people who were accusing had stated that they were working in the same professional space. Oh. Oh. So that's when it's like okay. Oh, I see. This okay. is deeper they than they worked with the person. Yeah, 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 this is deeper than just dating. This mm-hmm. is now become a bigger issue, and it's like okay. I don't want to actually to the, the the irony of all of this is that the what you're saying is that you would have preferred that I actually went to the popo uh, yeah. or went to uh his superiors and I would not do that unless the accusation is um Unless someone outright says to me something that I can empirically, and and, and oh. the reality is that I don't. But right. the, but the re, the truth of the matter is, this was like the safest way to like walk the line without uh-huh. going into a scenario where I'm like actively putting this black man in a uh-huh. criminal situation, which I never, no one uh-huh. ever wants. To do like no one wants to call the cops if you if you are a black person that's really about it and you know what's up you don't ever want to call the cops first of all because you feel like it's nine times out of ten going to backfire on you anyway so that's just that no. I'm, I'm really like not about involving the popo really the only thing about that is I guess there's because you, so you, you're you, going to say due process no 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 I'm not saying due process at all it's just I see someone like R. Kelly that people didn't want to call the police on, who didn't no, want no, no, to. No, 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 no. That's different because there right. is actual visual proof. There is a video. There is right. a there is a marriage license. So okay. that's different. So right. So so, so calling so, caution and calling accu- calling caution ooh. and calling accusation are two different things. Which is why it's ooh. such an issue to me when people say that I made an accusation that I did not make hmm. because. Robert, let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you feel like any part of the headline that you wrote was be was written out of a distaste for the way she handled this? I wouldn't. I don't want to use the word distaste. Okay. I disagreed with with Hasha. I, I don't want to say distasteful. I think that's. But so no word. part of it you feel like was punitive though. What do you mean punitive? Like you were punishing her? No, not at oh, okay. all. No, 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 Cause, no, cause, no. Because because the, yeah. and, uh, the and the only reason why I ask that is because. A lot of times with our platform, uh-huh. and that wasn't to impugn you. No, anyway. no, 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 no. I understand. The, the, <laughs> the, 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 I might have misused punitive, by the way. Yeah. I, I, I like, um, the re- only reason why I, I, I ask you that is because a lot of times with our platforms, mm-hmm. uh, when there are a lot of people that listen to us, and this mm-hmm. goes for all three of us, when we feel like something is wrong, mm-hmm. 
um, we want to cut it out of the uh, uh, of of the conversation. We want to for there to be um, some sort of backlash against someone. We, no, we no, feel no. Like someone's yeah. done something wrong, and sometimes with right. us, with people right. that have that, mm. we have to be wary that that doesn't infect the standards I, that we hold ourselves. Right. Let, let me let me address that because it's a good point. Um, because you followed BSO for a long time. We uh, worked together. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. remember. So, yeah. you know there are things that I see in media uh, that I feel like it's my responsibility to, to, to speak on. Right, and so I know uh, that. Right. Like, even with the Russell Westbrook thing, exactly. you right away jumped on the guy. Right. And I'm just wondering if, in this case, right. if Amanda was the guy. No, here's the thing. I look at stories, and I, I learned this a long time ago when I was in college to look at the story as the situation, not the person. And don't, because if you take it personal, then you kind of lose your perspective on it. Like, I don't know her, so I, I didn't feel any particular way towards her. The, my issue was the process of how this, you know, went about was, and it wasn't specifically about him, it was- The greater conversation. Conversation of yeah. it. And when I wrote my story, that's why I was like, you know, this is could be dangerous, not necessarily because I didn't believe you. It was the situation could be dangerous because what if five people went to some random person about Van or about me and said, you know, we did, you know, this and without any empirical proof. And someone was like, well, I want to caution you about Robert Littell. I want to caution you about Van Lathan. And I have a mom and a daughter and, 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 you know, things of that nature. And they're like, my son is, is, is on the front page of the Miami Herald, you know, because of this, because that's where I originally saw your, your story from. And, Which was also a false headline. Right, that's what I'm saying. But I, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you on that. Okay, we're, we're good on that. But that was the way I'm looking at it is that, and, and I understand that when you say things, there's going to be certain, you know, backlash about mm -hmm. it. I apologize. I would never want anybody to attack I've you know, death anybody. threats because of your head. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I wouldn't want anybody to have a, a, a death threat over something like that. I, the, the guy from Russell Westbrook last night has gotten death threats. I wouldn't, I'm not trying to make somebody get death threats. I'm trying to get to, you know, the end all be all of whatever we're talking about. But you realize yeah. even in that case, uh -huh. like we covered that story. Yeah. In that case, did you call him a racist in the headline? No, I called him MAGA. Okay. So, <laughs> right. what, 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 what was the exact headline from the, from the, from the, from the Russell Westbrook? It was just MAGA. Uh, MAGA jazz fan. The original headline was, you know, Russell Westbrook says he's going to F up, you know, jazz fan, you know, MAGA jazz fan. Uh, he deletes his tweets, mm -hmm. he deleted tweets and stuff. And then I went through a process of showing the real tweets because, as you know, the we got fake we got fucked over. Yeah, the yeah, fake yeah, yeah. tweets came out. So that's why I totally understand, like, you know, there's a responsibility. So this, yeah. What I mean to say about that is, even in that case, well, right. I, well I'm going to be honest with you. Uh -huh. I believe in my heart that that guy's a piece of shit, right? Uh -huh. When I'm sitting down writing a story on TMZ, uh -huh. I, in my headline, uh -huh. can't impugn his reputation. Uh -huh. I can't even say he's lying. I can't even say, I call people out. We did a headline here at TMZ. Uh -huh. This was the headline. Miranda Lambert. See, there you go. Look, see, MAGA jazz fan. Right, okay. Yeah, that's, 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 so, so this is the headline. He this, this is the headline. This is the headline. Twitter feed. Uh, <laughs> his headline says, um, uh, like, MAGA jazz fan Shane Kiesel, who wants you to believe he didn't say anything <laughs> offensive to Russell Westbrook, lied about being a pilot for Southwest Airlines. By the way, 
Shout out to you because I don't get to write them that long. If I got to write them, <laughs> I'd be fucking Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but, but, so what I'm saying is, even, even in that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that guy's a piece of shit. You think that guy's mm-hmm. a piece of shit. I think he lied. He was banned, by the way, for people who don't right. know at the time of this. If you cook that headline that right. way, people are, there's going to be a backlash against right. that guy. Right. So, so if, if th- that's why sometimes I think the greater conversation here is, mm-hmm. I'll go back to the headline we did. We did a headline to where Miranda Lambert um, was in, a, uh, was in a, 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 uh-huh. a, a restaurant in Nashville and threw a salad on someone. Uh-huh. And she threw a salad on this person, and our headline read, Miranda Lambert um, uh, threw a, throws a salad on a woman in uh-huh. a restaurant, was provoked, or was probably provoked, or claimed uh-huh. she was provoked. In other headlines we fucking do, uh-huh. when people do shit, we don't have a motherfucking thing in the uh-huh. headline about whether or not somebody was fucking provoked. Uh-huh. We don't go, uh, Solange attacks Jay-Z on elevator. She was probably provoked. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, we don't, like, we never do that. So I go to them and I go, yo, why do we, on the uh-huh. show, I go to them and I go, yo, why do we cook this headline for her? Uh-huh. Why are we in a headline about an article uh-huh. that is supposed to inform someone? Right. Uh-huh. And TMZ unbiased. can do this, unbiased. Um, that's what it got changed, changed to. to. Right. Uh, oh, that's brand new though. Oh no, that's what it got. That's sure. what it got changed to. Why are we implanting into mm-hmm. somebody's the information that they should have? Right. And more importantly, do we do that for everyone? Right. So I guess what I would say mm-hmm. is, has there been anything that you've learned about? First of all, your platform is much bigger than you think it is. Yeah. Number one, you got to know that. Um, and like, have you learned anything about the way you inform people as far as your headlines are concerned? Uh, so. Just so you know, I've been doing this for over 10 years now. Very successfully. You know, from scratch. Just me, from the beginning. Now, obviously, I've had a lot of help uh, over the years. And I make mistakes mm-hmm. on, on headlines. I've made mistakes within stories. Oh, I've made them too. You know, I've, yeah. I remember one of the big ones was uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, it was a lookalike, but he had gotten a fight at a club. <laughs> and... It looked just like him. Mm-hmm. And Odell Beckham gets in the fight at the club. This was back when they were thinking about trading him and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I put it out there. And the New York Daily News put it out. BSO, fake headline, da 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 So, you know, I've made mistakes, you know, over the years. Yeah. And the, the thing that frustrates me, to be perfectly honest with you, Amanda, is that I wish that wasn't, I would have written it the proper way. Because then the conversation could have been what the conversation needed to be. Right? More open and not okay, this is the, the, the issue that we're having. Because, like I said, the conversation, I think, is bigger than what we had. Like I said, I apologize no, you know, you for that. Brother, you don't have to apologize again. What I'm trying to... Yeah. No, I, there's no limit. Uh, <laughs> I'll receive all of them. But, but what, what, what I mean, to, what I mean yeah. to say is, when we talk about a greater conversation, we can have yeah. both a greater conversation about... Right. We can have more greater conversations right. than just one. A greater conversation about how we handle... Yes. Both, yes. Uh, conversations about this and accusations in the public sphere. Correct. And also... Yes. How we, as members of the media, media. inform the people who right. rely on us for information about these topics. And I do think my platform... Uh, do you think there's something unique to being a member of the black media? I think, personally, I think, and this is probably why people take me so seriously, is that they know that I won't let certain things, you know, slide. Meaning that... Exactly. Which is the same reason why people take me seriously. Right. So the same reason why people yeah, take me seriously. seriously. So if, <laughs> you know, a woman gets, you know, eat, you know, arm eaten by a jaguar, you know, for sticking a hand out there, they know I'm going to point out that it's not the jaguar's fault. Yeah. If Will Kane, 
is out here calling Antonio Brown a, a suicide bomber, mm-hmm. and no other outlet is going to take it. Right? Well, you have I will, autonomy. Yeah. I have the autonomy to do that, and I have the connections to say, ESPN, what are you going to do about this? And if they say they're not going to do anything, to point out that ESPN said they're okay, I guess, with, with Will Kane, mm-hmm. you know, it's a suicide bomber. Yeah. So it does bother me. Can I ask you a question? Sure. <laughs> Why did you not feel it necessary to – so I, I guess what, I, what, I'm, oh. what I'm discerning is that you felt that because I was – you felt that I was putting out this person to dry. I was hanging out this black man to dry. That's how you felt. Not Correct. that not that I didn't believe you. That's, I want to make that very clear because I'm not saying that I, I didn't believe. I'm saying that I felt that you were putting all of us out to dry because there was no proof. Okay, so oh. – a couple things. One, we can't pick and choose when it's all or not, right? So, like, uh-huh. sometimes, so, for instance, like, with R. Kelly, like, I feel like many brothers will be like, that ain't us. That ain't us. That ain't us. But I'm like, okay, but in the greater sphere of things, to your point, he ends up getting to be a representative of the whole. And so, if we're not, as the whole, being like, no, 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 then we are, by, in uh-huh. essence, going along with this false narrative. Right now, in this situation, I think what it really, really, really boils down to is why would you not feel the need to take the same approach of protection with my narrative as you wanted to with his? Because he didn't publicly put you out there. He literally did. Only he publicly he, put a whole lie, and you never contacted me or my representative to clarify if that was any, if there was any truth to that. You, you literally had my videos in front of you, and and took the initiative to create a narrative about them that was your own personal feeling, but that wasn't rooted in the facts. And for somebody who says like, "Listen, I want to protect. I want to keep it a hundred. I want to always like make sure that we're on square." I feel like there was a preservation for for the brother because you see yourself in that brother but you don't see yourself in me no i I don't i I disagree with that in the sense that it wasn't protecting you know him it was it It was was it was protecting you it was not protecting the brotherhood no no no, not it's not even the brotherhood because it's protecting anyone that if you don't have proof you get accused because the world that we're in now it only takes a little bit to take someone's whole career, you know, off off center. Mine. I know it's they, been happening to me for right, two weeks because of right. It. So, <laughs> but there's the thing about that is that I understand what you're saying yeah. in, in that regard, right? But because it, you could have come directly to me and said, "Why did you think this was cool?" It couldn't. Have, it could have. The whole thing could have been avoided though from the beginning. So it's a chicken and the egg type of thing. I'm not saying that I couldn't have came to you. I'm not. No, saying it's just that. A, it's it's not though because no. you because you have you, the opportunity to because the beauty you, of journalism uh-huh. is you have the opportunity to to direct how these conversations happen. You could have said your headline literally could have been actress and comedian Amanda Seals uh-huh. feels she's protecting women by. Exposing their correspondence in regard. Oh. I'm writing a long headline, but I know you like a long headline. Uh, by exposing the correspondence that she has had oh. with this individual, that's a choice that you can oh. make, right? So, like, even in making the headline, that choice, you have not decided to deny or go along with me. You have not decided to deny or go along with him, but you have taken a strong stance in, uh-huh. okay, this is how th- this is how the narrative is playing out, oh. and here's where I think it could be different. You know, the, I just think that we owe ourselves 
as a community and owe each other the same protection across the board. I will say, I thought that I was doing that by not saying, I know for, that's why I thought like, okay, as long as I make it clear that this is me being the messenger, then I am allowing for there to be a fair amount of space for people to do what they want with the information versus, and, and, and you know, that's perspective. Like you're shaking your head and you're like, no, I don't agree with you. Fabulous. You get to disagree with me. That's the beauty. And that's what I think it all boils down to is that like we get to disagree with each other. We just don't get to lie about each other. And I think that when it boils down to like the conversation being a bigger conversation is that we also have to look at the histories of people. We also have to look at like the cons the continual um way that people have presented themselves in the public sphere. I know for me, I get a bad rap because I will absolutely, like you said, call shit out. I will call shit out. And people are like, Amanda hates black men because I will call out What brothers. do you feel? So you feel like that perception that pe of people saying that because... Well, there's I people who literally push that perception just for their own... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's just... Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> So you're dogged by the perception that you feel that, that you hate black men or that you're you're in some way. Um, I've actually heard people say that you're acting as an operative to destroy black men. I, I, I like <laughs> you, you. People say that about you. It is under what. But I'm like, what is the what would inspire you? What have I ever said or done that would inspire someone to think that I work with black men as their employee? I employ black men, I date black men, I am a friend to black men. Like I've I've just I'm I've I have no idea what I have ever said or how I have ever represented myself or brothers in a way that would in any way insinuate that I am an operative. Mm -hmm. Like I just I mean, and to me it's like you just gotta look at the history of folks. Like I have a long history that you can track. I've been on my brother and me, I've been on television since I was 12 years old on a show that's literally called My Brother and Me. Mm -hmm. It's literally black men and me. Like mm -hmm. that, like black men and me, that's right, it. Right. So to me, it's like, I think what concerns me when I hear that narrative is we really don't have a lot of folks that get to have a big platform that earnestly and honestly fight for black voices to be heard on a daily basis. So why would we so flippantly um, try to debunk that without really like saying, okay, let's look at the track record of this person. Mm -hmm. I mean, people will see one post and just decide you hate black men. This guy over here said you hate black men, so you hate black men. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I just think that that's not it's not good for us mm. as a people. Like, it's mm. just not good for us as a people. I also feel like people give me way too much credit to think that I would be able to even lie on that level. Mm. To be able to be a government operative? I mean, I can cry in a scene with Issa Rae. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, got the yeah. acting skills to do that. Mm -hmm. But like, it's like, and if you watch me on my Instagram, I'm like, when do I have the time? Right. It's me and Lando. Right. <laughs> like, right. when do I have the time? So, but, but the bigger, 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 bigger concern is really about how are we as a people moving forward, how are we going to operate responsibly? And these conversations have to happen because like you're giving me a perspective that I like may have 
considered, but that to your point, you're like, you know, I disagree, I disagree. So now I have your perspective consi to consider if I'm ever in this situation before. Your specific Robert Lytle perspective to consider it, than I had before. Um, now, in general, I never like was being flippant in the first place, but we have a responsibility as individuals, as writers, as creatives, as journalists, and simply as members of the black community to do our best to protect each other. Hmm. And it's very noble that you felt that you needed to protect uh, this overall concept um, because it's true. Like, we definitely don't want to get in the habit of thinking we can just say whatever without any backing. I think at the, at, I think at the most I can say, I feel like I have just presented myself on such a consistent basis as somebody who is incredibly responsible with like the information I put out and get behind that I um, that I just feel like you know folks know me well enough to know that I would never say no shit just to say some shit and that's why I even said in the video that I take this very seriously what I'm about to say mm. um, so, but the conversation always ends up for me coming back to how do we as a black people elevate? How do we continue to get better? How do we continue to communicate with each other? Because really, I feel like that's the goal. Like that, the go communication is the key to all of this. All right, Robert, what are you like? Like, what's what's circling around in your head right now? Just that, if we're gonna talk about that and do what's best for black black people and be all for one and and one for all and not pit each other against each other mm -hmm. is that when we do have situations that arise uh, that could be considered problematic, uh, just like she said, you have to be very careful with your, your words. Uh, that's the only part that I regret. I was not as careful with my words in the headline as I was in the story. Uh, and when we put accusations out there that they stick, regardless if they're true uh, or, or not. And these type of things have, as we talked about this whole show, have lo much longer reaching, um, and I'm not just talking about you, I'm talking about me, I'm talking about all of us, have much, much longer reaching effect than probably what we're thinking about in the moment of our individuality trying to do what we think is best for our people. And we sometimes have to think a little bit farther, you know, in advance. You know, if I do X, you know, what's Z, you know, what's going to happen, you know, after that? What's Y and Z is going to happen after that? And I think this conversation has been a good conversation in the fact that I can always learn to be a little bit better. Um, but I also want people to understand that the part of my platform is to make sure that the checks and balances are, are all right and that. I don't agree with, and I think that's the main thing, is I just don't agree with either going halfway. It's, you know, if you're over here or you're over here, and if you kind of split the difference in the middle, I think it, it's, it's not good for anybody. Uh, it's, I don't think it was good for him. I don't think it was good for you in the, in the long term. I don't know how, like you said, you know, the caution and the accusation, I think that's a semantics type of thing because once you put it out there, people run with whatever they they hear. They hear certain catchwords and keywords, they're going, you know, for it. So my whole thing is that I definitely need to be more careful with my words of how I say things, understand my influence. Mm -hmm. But as an overall reaching point is that if we're really all down for each other, 
problematic people need to be put out the paint, no matter what they do. No matter if they're a neurosurgeon, no matter if they're an actor, it don't matter if, if they had beat it in Billie Jean. If they're problematic, it needs to be out there. But if you don't feel like you have enough to take it all the way there, splitting it in the middle only just causes a lot of, you know, confusion and back and forth. And I don't think that's beneficial I didn't split to anything in the middle. You said it yourself. You said that's what you thought was the safest. That's not splitting it in the middle, Robert. How's that not splitting it in the middle? You, you either have nothing or you have extreme. Something. And you have safe, right? You said th- you. What this, is this metric? You said you did something to where you felt that he wouldn't, it just wouldn't affect his career, but also gave enough caution to people about what other people have told you. That's that's correct. I'm not incorrect in saying so you're that. You're saying either scorched earth or green grass. Yeah, I'm saying if you do it in the middle, it's just that's just leaving it out there. I mean, that's that's halftime. I don't think that's what that is, though. I think what that is. And is I, I just think that's what I think we, we're always going to disagree with. That. No, but I think it's fair for me. To, but I would say like it. to say yeah. why I disagree okay. with that. Because I think what that is, is um, I think that, you know, there's individuals who live in extreme spaces. But I think there's also an intellectualism that comes with considering that, you know, there's a happy medium, um, that there is a there's a level of um, restraint. Uh, there's a level of actual uh, consciousness with understanding the full macro of the situation. Now, in my opinion, I didn't go halfway. Um, I went all the way with all that I had. And I felt like that is the choice that I made and the repercussions of that are real. Uh, But I think that it's very important that I just, I state conclusively that I don't, I don't take, I don't say anything lightly. Words are how I make my living. Words are how I live my purpose. So I am very, very particular about words. So what you call semantics, I call poetry. And what you call a blog or a headline, I call journalism and a resource. Because the fact of the matter is we live in a social media space where words have become the driving force for everything. So we have to be particular about not only the words we're saying, but even more particular about the words we are hearing and the words that we are writing. And I wanna encourage our community to just understand that the same way that like people control, like we watch others control their narrative, like we can control our own narrative. I think sometimes people feel a way about me because they're like, who she thinks she is that she can control her narrative. It's like, I'm somebody who's trying to demonstrate that we can all control our own narrative. We can all learn how to make sure that we are at the helm of how we are defined versus having someone else define us outside of us. So for me, my actions are a definition of how I want you to view me. I want you to view me as someone who is fearless. I want you to view me as someone who is conscious. And I want you to view me as somebody who cares and who is considerate. Anyone who chooses not to do that, that's their, I can't, I can't make them do that. But I do hope that when I am presenting myself in these internet spaces and on these interviews and in writing and in my own creative works, that those things come across because that is actually at the core of who I am. Anybody who thinks I'm down with Pro is out their goddamn mind. <laughs> 
Robert, last word, and then I'm going to say something. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. And I, I agree with you that I think some topics do require some nuance. I mean, if we're disagreeing about LeBron and Jordan, I think sometimes there is a middle ground uh, to something like that or to agree to disagree with something like that. I just believe. Not really. Just Jordan, <laughs> not, <whatever. laughs> um, I, you know, just my final word mm-hmm. is I think sexual assault. Um, I think those type of behaviors are very, very serious. And I know you said you take what you said very, very serious. So you truly, you know, believed in what you were saying. And I respect that. Uh, I just said, well, those accusations are put out. And we know that the the amount of false accusations are, are very, very small, very small. Yes. And the majority of women are telling the truth. Yes. But to the person that's being falsely accused, they don't care about a percentage mm-hmm. because their reputation and other things have now been, you know, scorned forever. And I just, you know, did a story about Sean Oakman, uh, you know, at Baylor, uh, you know, acquitted uh, after some text messages and other things, you know, came out. That's three years that he may never get back, never playing the NFL. Uh, Brian, Banks. Yeah, Brian Banks, you know, like I said, to the person that's being falsely accused, the percentages, you know, don't matter. The black guy has been in jail wrongly for X amount of years. So, I just feel that when we're taking those type of issues, if they ever come up again, that before we put it out in the wind, because while you're very intelligent and you can do that nuance, you can't necessarily, like you said, expect everybody to do that. Because in some people's eyes now, no matter what you say or how you say it, they're going to see him as some sort of predator. Mm. And he may be in a Walgreens sometimes and they may not get the nuance. They just get um, this. I remember what Amanda says. I can't exactly remember what she said. Well, you know what's it, funny? Yeah. People actually remembered exactly what I said. Yeah. I'm because just, they're yeah. in your comments. Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, I, I'm just, like I said, I'm just, I'm just giving an Because I'm very one. lucky to have you, a following you, that is yeah. incredibly right. You understand what, what I'm saying. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. Get, and listen, that's my, so, that's so, just, that so was just my. This is what I'm going to say yeah. in closing. Yes. What I'm going to say in closing, a couple of things. Number one, it's very important that everyone hears this and knows that no one was canceled today. Okay, like nobody was canceled today. But having said that, the issues that were discussed on the podcast today are insanely serious. Personal responsibility in terms of trying to navigate the social landscape that we have right now is very responsible. There's no, there's very important. I say there's no man out there worth his salt that does not want women, particularly black women, to feel incredibly empowered. Um, and ha- want them to have every weapon to tell every story that they have to tell. Okay, but there are also a lot of brothers out there who feel like there's a witch hunt that is going on, and that black men are unfairly uh, being um, sort targeted. of the, 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 exactly the target of that. Choose your own adventure on that. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. I can't. I can't argue you out of one side of that. That's for, for you guys. What I will say is that the bigger thing for me is that. I posted something on my Instagram a couple of days ago, and it was of a scene from Lean On Me, and it was Joe Clark. Mr. Clark! Arguing with Robert Guillaume, mm-hmm. best known as Benson, but also had a fantastic role in Lean and On Rafiki. Me. And Rafiki. Oh, Rafiki. Yo, give it up for Rafiki. I mean. They had a vicious, vicious disagreement about something that's important as anything. The minds of young black people, yeah. the lives of young black people. They are arguing the merits of their respective life works, right? But these are two guys who have enough trust in one another to have disagreements this sort of bitter. And then at the end of it go, 
You look at it your way, I look at it my way, let's piece it up and move on. We might never get on the same page right here, but that doesn't mean we have to burn the book. Feel what I'm saying? Like, Robert has owned up to the fact that something happened that he feels like he could have been better about, but he's also challenged people to be more caring about some of the things that they might do. That's completely fair. For all of you out there that are saying Amanda tried to take down a black man, come on, y'all. Get real. Like, it, it, like not every single accusation on, ev not every single talking point is a larger conspiracy to destroy somebody's entire life or destroy an entire community. We have to be able to talk these things through. All right? Now, hopefully you guys can shake hands right now. You know what I mean? Not that big of a thing. This is also going to go on small doses, is it not? It is, and I feel like you should write a new headline. Uh, oh, she wants a new headline. Well, because I listen to people and I hear what they say, the headline was corrected within 45 minutes. Doesn't I, matter. I, that was hey, a week late. You, hey, you just said hey, you hey, wanted hey, me to correct hey, it. Hey, no, I, said, I didn't hey, say correct it. Hey, hey, stop. Yeah. I didn't say correct it. Oh I said write a new headline. I, I didn't know. say correct it. That's right. different. Right. That's different. Oh, I oh and then I, I offered that. And and I offered that. I said I will if you like, I'll write a totally different story from her perspective. I offered that. You can ask your okay. thing. Okay. That was no problem. We, we, we might yeah. get that done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We but out I of am here. gonna put this on small doses, yeah. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. We out of here. Appreciate it.